Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. After two days of talks with high-ranking North Korean officials, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the discussions were productive. These are complicated issues, uh, but we made progress on almost all of the central issues. Uh, some places, a great deal of progress. Other places, there's still uh, more work to be done. Not so, says Punyang, who called the discussions regrettable and accused Washington of trying to unilaterally pressure the country into abandoning its nukes. The window for getting 12 boys and their soccer coach out of a cave in Thailand could be getting smaller if it starts to rain again. That, according to the Thai governor overseeing the rescue operation. With carbon dioxide levels a concern, rescuers are ready to move once two new groups of divers arrive at the scene. And President Trump making last-minute notes before he announces his Supreme Court pick on Monday night. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot. I'm often asked when meeting with prospective clients, does radio work? Absolutely, I say. And we have plenty of success stories to share. Listeners have more ways to listen than ever. They have our new FM signal in the West Metro, smart speakers like Alexa, and our free mobile app. Listeners are finding us, so let your business be found too. Consider advertising on The Patriot and see how radio will work for you. Call us at 651-405-8800. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio for the Twin Cities, which now includes the West Metro on the FM. That's right, AM 1280, The Patriot, our full lineup can be heard at 107.5 in the West Metro on the FM. Your forecast for the day today, sunny, a daytime high settling in around 82. Tonight, clear in 67. Tomorrow, sunny with a daytime high of right around 88. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red and see a dingy, dismal institutional blue. That would be the metro area. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. I'm also found on the web uh, much of the week at... Uh, True North, which is found on the web, I, I, I remember the name. True North, found on the web at looktruenorth.com, the official center for center-right political thought in the upper Midwest. And, of course, I am the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network since 2004, dominating Twin Cities Radio, along with my friends uh, Brad Carlson every Sunday from 1, that's right, I, you heard me right, 1 to 3 p.m. Sundays on AM 1280, The Patriot, and... Uh, of course, King Banyan doing the best economic show going for your money. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, the King Banyan radio show every Saturday morning, 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440. The businessmen together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network bringing it when everyone else was not and still doing it after 14 years. What is he talking about? I don't know. At any rate, uh, we're talking, I would do a, doing a little taking a day today to talk about, uh, about, the culture around us. The first hour we talked about the diminishing pride in America and some of the revisionist uh, jabbering about the existence of this country to begin with. And 
We did that. Now, now what I want to do is shift the focus a little bit, but not that much. Not that much. Now, as you know, I have thrown down on a lot of local Republicans this last year over the immigration issue. Now, this is not the same as the resettlement issue, where basically there is a case to be made that the feds, the State Department, and various well-heeled, strongly left-leaning charities are making a lot of money off the idea of dumping people all over Minnesota, immigrants from other societies who frankly frequently need a little bit of help adapting to life in Minnesota. And they don't get a lot of help, according to some of the sources we have. I mean, they, 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 the government funds groups like Lutheran Social Services, Catholic Charities, it's, uh, the groups involved in resettling people uh, from places like Somalia and the like to Minnesota, uh, giving them about a year's worth of support and then basically dumping them off on the local economy and on the local social services in many cases because it's uh, it's it's – not as easy to get a job out there, especially if you're not fluent in English. And the economy in greater Minnesota hasn't done nearly as well as the economy here in the metro because guess what? Mark Dayton uh, has done a terrible job of running this state, by the way, as Americans for Prosperity will be talking about here shortly on the broadcast, uh, on, the, on, the, on the Patriot, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Jason Flores and the crew is going to be uh, dissecting that issue, and it's not pretty. Minnesota, Minnesota Democrats. <laughs> anyway, where were we? That being said, the, the resettlement issue is one thing, but the acceptance of immigrants to this country, especially by conservatives, is a problem. On issue, it's an issue on which I have thrown down and called out a fair number of local Republicans. And I say Republicans because conservatism is about maintaining the best of our culture and defending our culture against that which would undercut it, and that does mean, in fact, foreign ideas that are not as good as ours, whatever those ideas may be, but it is also about regarding all human beings as uh, equal before God and the law, and it doesn't matter where they're from as long as they become part of our society. I don't care where they're from. I don't care where they worship, and if you do, well, we can talk because certainly, and, and, and the crux of the issue is, is Islam uh, compatible with democracy? And you get right down to it, no religion is fully compatible with democracy. I mean, they're all about all monotheistic religions, religions with one supreme being, God, if you will, God, Yahweh, Allah, Buddha, whoever you want to recognize as your supreme deity. They're all pretty top-down. The, the, the central creator of the universe is the ultimate king, the, the king of king and lord of lords, to, 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 to cite a song of, of my, that I particularly enjoy. So we get right down to it. Most religions are not really especially democratic. Christianity, as it happened, the Western Judeo-Christian tradition happened to be a fertile place from which from which democracy could spring because it placed value on the individual and on and and on the notion of of justice in an afterlife as opposed to endlessly spinning through injustice and trying to escape uh to another life anyway not a place for theological arguments although maybe we'll have to adjourn up to the 980 to talk about that but and islam is certainly not a religion that i would choose 
to worship in, to adhere to, to uh, hand down to my children. Uh, and and by the way, there are those out there, out there who would like to say, Islam isn't a religion, it's a political system. Well, it does have lots to say about politics, but do you have a better word for a system by which people organize their place in the universe, the story of the origin of the universe and where they fit into it and why we're here than religion? Because say what you will, Islam is that to Muslims. I don't choose to subscribe to it. Either do most of you, I suspect. But it is that. It is a religion that happens to go on a bit about politics. Now, the fact is, and most people who've paid any attention to the issue, I mean real attention to real information on the issue, will tell you, the vast majority of America's Muslims uh, came here for the same reason that Grandpa Anderson or or uh, Grandma Krause came here 100, 120, 150, 200 years ago for a better life for their kids. And by the way, for the most part, American Muslims have found exactly that. Uh, Muslims in America have done vastly better for themselves, for their families, than Muslims in Europe. And the reason for that is you can come to America and become an American. You can't move to France and become French. Being French, being German, being Norwegian for that matter, is a matter of ethnicity and language and history. You're part of an ethnic group that shares a language, shares a common mythology, a culture that goes back to prehistory and nearly in some cases, certainly back to Roman times and before. Traditions that go back a thousand years, two thousand years or more. So you can't move to France, even if you learn French, start a business, raise your kids as French, raise them to be French citizens, pay your taxes, serve in the French military, you don't become French. Even if you get your French citizenship, you don't become French because you're not French by blood. I mean, you can participate in French society, French social life, French everything, but you're never really French. Ditto German. Ditto Swiss, although there's three different ethni- four, four different ethnicities involved in Switzerland. you got to be one of them. Or you can do everything you want, and you'll never be Swiss or Norwegian or Swedish or Dutch. You get what I'm saying here. America is built about the notion that anyone can be an American. You just got to come here and be an American with all that that entails. Something, by the way, that our society has become really bad over the last 40 years at demanding that people do. Maybe that's going to change. This past week, Donald Trump, in order to to protect American society and to, to push American society, made a proposal. He proposed to separate children of legal immigrants from their parents for 25 hours a week for instruction in American values, including traditions like Christmas, Easter, and, of course, fluency in English. Spokespeople for the proposal say that if immigrants won't willingly assimilate to the American way, they, or at least the next generation, uh, should be forced to assimilate. The proposal, by the way, would also uh, include sentence enhancements for crimes committed in immigrant in areas with lots of immigrants, 
uh, just to basically force immigrant populations to straighten up and fly right, and to impose potential prison terms on parents who send their kids on extended trips back to the home culture uh, to get de-assimilated. As you might expect, the left is rolling out its big guns against this latest Trump atrocity, calling it cultural genocide, calling it sapping the worth of the cultures, of the immigrant cultures that have made this country. Sounds pretty drastic, doesn't it? Of course it does. The catch is, it's not Donald Trump suggesting, it's, it's, uh, it's Denmark proposing this as a law. Uh, Denmark, basically you've heard of it, it's the Canada of Europe, uh, perhaps the most lib- one of the most liberal countries in all of Europe, although also if you read the history of the Danish resistance, you know, the real resistance in World War II, they also have a pretty profound sense of nation and culture. Don't underestimate them. Underestimate the Swedes if you want, not the Norwegians, the Danes. Every word up there where I said Donald Trump or America, fill in Denmark. Denmark is proposing to separate children of legal immigrants for 25 hours a week after age one to learn Danish. If immigrants don't assimilate to Danish culture, that's a very community-centered culture, uh, they should be forced to do so. The proposal would hike sentences for crimes committed in immigrant neighborhoods in Copenhagen and propose potential prison terms on parents who send their kids back to the old country to become less Danish. And the left is not rolling out its big guns yet against this Danish proposal to strip immigrants over the course of a generation of at least outward allegiance to their old cultures because Donald Trump's not involved. Seriously, this is from Denmark. This is a proposal. It's got a good shot of getting through. Starting at age one, what they call ghetto children uh, must be separated from their families for 25 hours a week, five hours a day, starting at age one, not including nap time, for mandatory instruction in Danish values, including the traditions that Denmark holds near. And this, by the way, means even in very secular Denmark, learning about Christmas and Easter and the Danish language. And noncompliance would result in a stoppage of welfare payments. Other Danish citizens are free to choose whether to enroll their children in preschool up to age six. Not if you're an immigrant. Denmark's government is now introducing a new set of laws to regulate life in 25 low-income, heavily Muslim enclaves, saying if families there do not willingly merge into the country's mainstream, they should be compelled to do so. Why are they doing this? We'll come back to that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? 
Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, um, you've been sitting in front of that fan for a while now, Deborah. Yeah. You want to talk about it? No, I'm good. You sure? Because your lips are looking pretty chapped. That's life on the open road. Well, yeah, it would be. But we're in an office building. It's hard to be without your bike. So do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. With basic policies as low as $75 a year, you'll be back on the road in no time. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Make your dream of a perfect retirement a reality today at Online Trading Academy, the world's leader in trader education. Call now for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Everything is aces at Lucky's. That's why this month we have another great deal at Lucky's. This one's so hot, we're going to have to ice you down. Get a free five-pound bag of Ace Ice. Only at Lucky Stations or your neighborhood store. AM 1280, The Patriot. Well, we're on the subject of the collapse of old, noble cultures. Apropos the song. All the stories have been told of kings in days of old, but there's no England. Talking about the Danes proposing the sort of thing. All the wars that were won or lost. Proposing the sort of thing that had it come from the mouth of Donald Trump or any Republican would have had people jabbering about being resistance even more than they already do. And these are the same people who genuflect to Denmark as the, the center of democracy. Because they have free health care, don't you know? And, well, as we all know, if you're a progressive, 
giving people free stuff is what freedom is, right? Both words have the word free in them. Same thing, right? Come on! Anyway, the Danes uh, have realized something. First of all, uh, that, that, that immigrants are not assimilating into Danish culture. And, and by the way, it's happening elsewhere in Europe as well. The French have... It's interesting, that you think we, and, I, and I have this same argument with, with some of the Republicans in my circle who are uh, concerned about Muslims coming to America, and, and that is many, not all, but most of the atrocities committed in France by people of the Muslim faith at this point are not being committed by recent immigrants. They're committed by people who were immigrants uh, the children, in many cases, of people who are immigrants to France after earlier rounds of violence in the 1960s in Algeria, uh, especially, which was speaking of moral black eyes. I mean, I mean, the, the, the Algerian civil war and France's role in that was was an amazing moral black eye on the French uh, nation. And from there, you had hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of refugees uh, coming to France 50 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, and still coming to France, as well as from other uh, colonies, former colonies of the French, and moving to France, but never really becoming French and being kept on the outskirts of French society, being taken care of materially, but never really becoming French, speaking the language, sending their kids to French schools, Working in jobs, many of them in in, uh, in France, but never really becoming French. And thus becoming alienated and rife for the pick, ripe for the picking and rife with violence, uh, potential violence on behalf of those who are extremists, who, by the way, are the problem. I mean, anyone who doesn't realize that the difference, what the difference between Islam and Islamism is, is the problem. Not all Muslims are Islamists. Islamists are a problem. And maybe 10 to 15% of any group of Muslims might be Islamist. Okay, just so we say this now. The Danes realize this. And they are on the brink of basically saying, you will become Danish or you will not be on the public, public dole which would get howled at in America. But there's a point to it. Societies eventually realize, especially small homogenous societies like Denmark, realize that if we want to continue to exist as a culture, we have to get serious about existing as a culture. And in the Ameri- and, and by the way, the reason that would, another reason that would be very difficult in America is, of course, the American left, the progressive academy and media uh, establishment doesn't believe that American culture is worthy of saving. Oh, they like the parts of the American, some parts of the American culture, like, I don't know, academic uh, tenure, but limited government, federalism, uh, self-reliance, not so much. Anyway. The Danish, the Danes, and, and there is value in, in pretty much any culture in the world. I mean, I mean, let's put it this way. As an American, I appreciate and want to defend the parts of our culture that deserve to be defended. And there are many of them, the vast majority of them. 
and I can respect other cultures, but when I go, as, as Kevin Williamson said so brilliantly, when I go to Texas and I, and I walk down a street in, 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 in Lubbock or Waco, Texas, I don't want to, I don't go there to run into crowds of people piling onto trains and making origami cranes or guys in, in black turtlenecks drinking coffee in sidewalk cafes. I go to Tokyo and Paris for those things. And God love them for that. That's how they have been made. This is the culture they have made. More power to them. I will be a tourist to any of those places. Here in America, I want my cowboys to wear 10-gallon hats and be damn proud of it. I want my Minnesotans to be passive-aggressive and cranky and unwelcoming to outsiders. That is their culture. I want Danes to be Danish and to defend their Danishness and to, to not use it against other people but to perhaps insist that if you want to become part of Danish culture, American culture, French culture, German culture, then you actually become part of that culture. And by the way, that's my beef with all those Republicans out there who are saying, can't go letting Muslims into the GOP. And and missing the point completely, there were those who said, we can't let Sharia law into the GOP like there's any chance of that happening. There is none. <laughs> i give you a hint. Uh, at least not with a Republican Party that is remotely like what it is today and will be for the foreseeable future. But when someone comes to the Republican Party not pitching Sharia and Islamism, but wanting to become a Republican and a better American thereby, that is assimilation. That's assimilation, folks. That's being an American. Much so, more so than being a Democrat is these days. If you're a Democrat, you want to argue that, give me a call. 651-289-4488. At any rate, Danish culture is in the process of waking up, smelling the kaffe, and really realizing it needs to defend itself. And, and by the way, American liberals who are largely unaware of this so far, and I'm dying to watch them blanch as they see this, as they see this story in front of them. They, they, they refer to, to success stories of, of so-called democratic socialism, uh, the stuff that they're more and more revering these days, and saying, well, why, uh, there's no reason America can't be a democratic socialist country. Look at Denmark. Look at Sweden and Norway. To which I reply, yeah, look at them. They're tiny little countries. Denmark has about the same population as Minnesota. Sweden, maybe Minnesota and Wisconsin put together. Norway, again, about the same size as Minnesota. Bigger, but still small. Largely rural. Mostly culturally homogenous. There's exceptions. They are exceptions. These are not polyglot nations. These are not nations that have learned that they are built around the idea of, of having multiple communities coexisting together. They have strong communitarian traditions. I mean, you read interviews. Well, actually, this piece that I uh, wrote uh, about this change in Denmark, entitled "Cultural Genocide," which uh, came out on July third on my blog, ShotInTheDark.info, includes interviews with Danes who note quite clearly that. Danes don't believe that rights are endowed by God. 
even the religious ones, they believe that rights are ordained to them by their community. Which, as an American, strikes me as incredibly toxic and dangerous, but it's their society, not mine. It's why my ancestors came here, left them behind. Thank you, ancestors. But anyone who doesn't think it's much easier to run a social democracy, a socialist democracy, a democratic socialist society in a small, homogenous, culturally unified environment apparently has the same understanding of economics, history, and politics as any liberal does. You could not apply a Danish system of government, of socialism, of socialized health care, of socialized anything to the United States because this is a polyglot nation of 320 million people, not a homogenous society of about five, five and a half million like Denmark, like Norway, 10 million like Sweden, 80 million, I believe, like Germany, where Angela Merkel, after going through an extended binge of letting immigrants into the country, is fighting for her political life and actually consenting to the notion of building holding camps for immigrants near the German border and risking the optics of Germans building camps for foreigners. We laugh about that in America. It's not a laughing matter in Germany. (laughs) They take those optics pretty seriously. And so we're talking serious business. Angela Merkel actually pondering the notion of having to get tight on immigration after having let millions of asylum seekers into the country and causing untold social transformation because... They don't insist on upholding German culture yet. Oh, more on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S.com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with our Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. 
It's time for the Narn Report. As photos of the capacity crowd at Donald Trump's Duluth rally circulated online last week, a good number of folks noticed Minnesota native and NBA Hall of Famer Kevin McHale among the attendees. Upon learning this information, some progressives flat out said McHale's mere presence at such an event should disqualify him from ever broadcasting again on Turner Network Television's NBA coverage. Mind you, McHale wasn't bringing attention to himself like NBA superstar LeBron James did by stumping for Hillary Clinton in 2016, or when NBA head coach Greg Popovich engages in his obligatory scathing criticism of President Trump during media scrums. No, McHale's only sin was his mere presence at a rally featuring a sitting president whom leftists revile. If we've reached a point in America where we can only defend free speech and free association with which we find desirable, then we have little hope of functioning as a civilized society. Join the conversation Saturday and Sunday afternoons from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Camping in a Patriot will be your happy place. Hi, I'm Bill Budd for AC Nelson. When you step inside our 2019 Patriot travel trailer and see everything that's included for only 133 a month, you won't believe it. A bunkhouse, queen bed, kitchen, full bath, air conditioning, and an awning. Just $133 a month or $11,488. You will clearly save when you buy from AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee. 120 months, 6.9% with approved credit. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, this is going out in case he happens to be tuned in. Elvis Costello went through surgery recently after uh, news came out. He had an aggressive cancerous tumor of some kind. No details available other than apparently it went well. Age 63, younger than I thought. He's been around forever. I was probably the only person in Jamestown, North Dakota who bought this album. In 1974. No, no, the year. It was 1974. It was a while ago. Back when I was four years old. Anyway. Best of luck. Elvis Costello. Declan McManus. With great words of wisdom, you better listen to the radio, especially when it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. By the way, uh, speaking of the Northern Alliance, we are part of the Salem Twin Cities community of stations, of which uh, our station is AM 1280, The Patriot. We want to express our pride in this station and give you a, a chance to do the same with a limited, highly limited edition, AM 1280, The Patriot camouflage cap. And I'm going to do that uh, right now. Give away one, count it one, rare limited edition AM 1280 The Patriot camouflage cap to the first person who gives us a call at 651-289-4488 with the answer to the following question. What is the adjective used to refer to citizens of the country Denmark? Uh, What is the adjective form of someone from the country Denmark, the country we're talking about right now. Give us a call, 651-289-4488, to get your limited edition AM1280, the Patriot camouflage cap. What is the term that one uses to refer to someone from Denmark? Now, I haven't eaten pastry in three months of any kind, but it's also a form of pastry, if you will. If you don't get this cap right now, I'm officially disappointed in all of you. 
Anyway, the Danes, uh, the or the Danish, if you will. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> where did that come from? Danes also works, by the way. Uh, Terminator N. Uh, the Danes have proposed some rather rather drastic measures, and they very well may pass. Drastic measures to uh, basically ensure that immigrants to Denmark become Danish, if not in the immediate generation, at least in the upcoming generation, by requiring from age one on essentially full-time schooling on being Danish. Ovoradansk, if you will. Yeah, I've been learning my Scandinavian languages. How about that? Anyway, these are laws that would be uh, impossible to believe in in America, partly because uh, Americans... uh, don't I mean, conservatives would look at the idea of the government taking over the schooling full time of one year olds and think, oh, yeah, big brother, uh, run amok here, and we'd be right. Uh, and on the other hand, also uh, because we don't need to, because people tend to assimilate on their own. Not all of them, not perfectly, but they tend to, including. Muslims. I mean, they may continue to wear their headscarves. That's say what you will about it. But if you're walking around with rosary beads, same basic idea here, folks. I mean, as long as their headscarf doesn't harm you or your rosary beads don't harm me, not that they do work with me here, folks. It's all okay. It's what you do. It's how you act that counts, not what you wear, what you carry. And yes, I'm not being a Pollyanna here. There are Muslims who do not mean this nation well, and we have to watch out for them. We have to judge them by their behavior. That's why we have law enforcement in this country. But the Danes have realized they have to protect their culture. And that's something we have to do in this country, too. It has been, uh, not, not by those same means, and we can do it by recognizing the fact that we're already pretty darn good at it. But we have to euthanize the notion of multiculturalism as a dominant value, especially in our education system, especially in our academic system, especially in higher education. Recognize, learn about, respect, and know the merits, such as they may be of other cultures. Yes, absolutely. Don't be a bigot. But recognize as well, that American culture is worth and worthy of defending. And if the Danes realize this, what will happen next? Perhaps Swedes realizing it? Hell yeah. Uh, Sweden, by the way, uh, is reinstituting it's, uh, reinstituting this past week, uh, announcing it's reinstituting the draft. And by the way, they don't really have the draft per se they had for decades before and after World War II national service, very similar to Israel and Switzerland in its own way. Uh, They're reinstituting the draft for men and women, uh, partly because people aren't volunteering for the Swedish military. I mean, the, the Swedish military is a quarter under strength these days. And because there are growing and legitimate concerns over Russia and its aggressiveness in the Baltic area and in Ukraine. Uh, quoting uh, a Danish security official, the security environment in Europe and in Sweden's vicinity has deteriorated and the all-volunteer recruitment hasn't provided the armed forces with enough trained personnel, the Swedish defense ministry said Thursday. Uh, the reactivating of the con- of consc- uh, conscription, 
draft is needed for military readiness. A defense ministry spokesperson said 4,000 men and women will be called up in July for service starting in January 2018. Uh, the story goes back a bit here, uh, but they will be drawn from some 13,000 people born in 1999. And the plan, of course, is to step up that number, whether they will get to the point uh, where they're drafting all 13,000 people born in every given year is uh, an open question previously before the, during the Cold War and actually going back to uh, the 1800s, the, basically all Swedes were obligated to serve in the defense of the country. Uh, and that's one of the things that, that kept the Nazis from walking all over them uh, during World War II, although they got walked over diplomatically as well, at least until the tide of the war turned. Uh, we're not here to uh, exhume Swedish diplomatic social and moral history, we are pointing out that some countries in Europe are starting to realize that not only are their cultures worth defending, and to the extent possible in these very insular communitarian societies, welcoming people into, but welcoming with a carrot and a stick, uh, but they're worth defending from outside. The Swedes, like most of Europe, greeted the fall of the Berlin Wall by saying, it's party time, and they demobilized much of their military, which, by the way, I, people joke about the Swedish military. It, it For much of the Cold War, it was far from a joke. In 1960, the Swedish Air Force was the fourth largest in the world and uh, stayed that way through the 1960s until the, the Social Democrats took over and uh, began dismantling the Swedish military. And yet until 1991, the Swedes had uh, a, a fairly significant, credible, and, and powerful military. And uh, by the way, uh, an arms industry among the largest and most profitable in the world. That's one of the things that uh, that's social Democrats in America keep missing when they say, well, the Swedes build a they, they have national health care, single-payer health care, and, and comprehensive social welfare benefits. That's true. And they do that heavily uh, by through the, the contributions in taxes of large industrial uh, conglomerates that build lots and lots of guns, lots and lots of weapons. The Swedish economy is heavily supported by massive exports from companies like 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 Bofors, Saab, uh, Volvo, and other companies that, that export some of the best fighter aircraft in the world, most of the best anti-aircraft guns and artillery in the world, and equipment beyond that, just uh, just everything you can imagine. It's like a, a mini United States in its own way. Uh, this is uh, the, the Danish social welfare system uh, is heavily financed by something that the likes of... Uh, Aaron Murphy and Alexandria Ocasio-Castro, uh, Cortez rather, uh, would blanch if they knew or were curious enough to find out about uh, the Swedish social uh, democracy system is financed by guns, guns, and more guns. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, yeah, the ironies escape most people on the left. Because being completely awash in, in self-righteous smug, uh, well, smug self-righteousness and self-righteous smugness either way uh, is pretty impermeable, at least in terms of ideas.
Anyway, where was he? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Swedes have decided that uh, depending on Russian goodwill, which has tied him over for the last uh, 28 years, no longer works. And they, like much of Scandinavian society and Eastern European society, and perhaps at long last even Western European society, is starting to realize that uh, good intentions and diplomacy need to be backed up with a big stick. Now, will the Swedish military get back to the point where it was 50 years ago? Probably not. Likely won't need to because the Russian military won't get back to the point where it was 50 years ago either, most likely. But between the reinstitution of the draft and the notion that Swedish society is now starting to get serious about the idea that there are actual external threats other than global warming shows that some parts of Europe are starting to get serious about defending not just their culture, but their physical borders from the fact that the moral arc of the universe does, in fact, bend towards tyranny and barbarism. Much more to come. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. One more segment to go. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show, here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat, just stop? 
This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like Johnny and June. We've been talking about Jackson. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, this afternoon, 4 o'clock, Americans for Prosperity, Professor Noah Williams of UAW-Madison joins Jason Forrest to talk about the minimum wage and the economy between Minnesota and Wisconsin on the the border, the great border battle. Hint, Minnesota's losing. Also, economist John Phelan of the Center for the uh, American Experiment joins uh, them as well to talk about taxes, tariffs, Independence Day from a Brit perspective. Also, don't forget tomorrow at 4 o'clock, the Justice Hour. No guests. Talking politics, law, and Israel. Now you check it out. So the, the weekend lineup just continues to get better. Americans for Prosperity, 4 o'clock. Brad Carlson, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Justice Hour. Andrew Parker at 4 o'clock here on AM 1280. The Patriot. You look at the weekend, you just want to say... See what I did there? Anyway. So much to talk about today. I almost wish I was filling in for Brad tomorrow again like I did last week just because I could use another couple hours to get through everything here. I just, I I thought I would, just to give you a quick vignette into my daily life uh, in St. Paul as a conservative in in a very liberal, well, let's just say progressive city, or at least a city run by a very progressive government. We talked a bit about St. Paul in the past. Love the city, can't stand its government. Uh, Anyway, uh, I got into a discussion with someone in the neighborhood this past week, someone from my neighborhood who... Obviously, doesn't uh, as is not uncommon in my neighborhood, the Midway, which is perhaps one of the most progressive neighborhoods in one of the most progressive cities in Minnesota, uh, is very much against the Second Amendment, very much against it, but doesn't want to say it in as many words. Uh, I mean, got into a discussion. Says, well, don't I'm not anti-gun. This person said, okay, "You're not anti-gun." Okay, and one of the things I like to do, and I'd like to pass this on to all of you, is when you get into this discussion. Ask people, especially when it comes to Second Amendment issues, but really any issue where there's a big gap between the left and the right, between them and us, between evil and good. No, no, no. Between them and us. Just say, okay, what do you, I mean, forget about what you want and what I want in terms of 
end results. Tell me what you want in terms of policy. To get where you want to get, describe the policies you want to see. And I did that with this person because this person, we got to talking about gun control or, excuse me, gun safety of the common sense variety. And, and And I said, okay, talk policy. And they said, okay, well, and this person said, okay, well, in the interest of common grounds, we'll, we'll include background checks and, and in their words, bringing back Obama's law, preventing the mentally ill from easy access to guns. That's what they said, pretty much those words. Uh, bans on certain types of guns, on restrictions on online gun purchases, and to, quote, and this is a quote, stop employ- uh, exploiting the Second Amendment. And they finished up by saying, well, this is hard to do, but we're going to have to start somewhere. And I responded by saying one of the one of the most important exercises in finding common ground, because that's what we were trying to do, find common ground, find where we agree. And one of the places you can do that is, is define the ground that is not common, which was basically everything they said. Background checks, we've talked about this. They don't work. We already have them on most gun purchases. The people who don't use guns legally don't take background checks. They send their girlfriends to take the background checks or they steal a gun from someone who already took a background check. People who take background checks don't commit crimes, but that's not because of the background checks. It's because they're law-abiding citizens who have to take the background checks to not violate the law, not the other way around. Uh, and by the way, you have to have a registry. <laughs> you have to have them. Uh, I had no idea what Obama-era law they were talking about. There's already laws against mentally ill people getting guns uh, under certain circumstances, but most of the law, either the reporting is wrong or the due process is completely uh, jacked. So it doesn't work perfectly, obviously, as we've seen this last year. Um, And by the way, a lot of laws have no due process, and that's a huge problem. Banning certain types of guns, well, then, yeah, you are anti-gun. If you say you want to ban assault weapons, they had no effect on crime. They are used in less than 1% of all firearm homicides and in a way that can largely be prevented by eliminating gun-free zones. And banning assault weapons is security, theater, and no more. So there is no common ground on that. None. Zero. Don't know what they meant by exploiting the Second Amendment, but it sounds suspiciously like another way to say, stop standing up for your rights. You're making me sad. Uh, I sought but found no clarification. Finally, oh, and they said restrictions on online sales. You, You can't. Just buy a gun online legally. It's a federal felony. You have to, uh, for online gun sale, you have to go through a federally licensed firearm dealer and take what? A background check. That's right. If you don't, you're violating laws. Already have a law. Finally, say we have to start somewhere. Well, we have. The person was, of course, of course, unaware that gun homicides are down 50% in the last 20 years and that firearm homicides in schools are down 75% entirely almost entirely due to policies that the, the Second Amendment rights movement have pushed. To which this person responded, and I quote, yeah, you're being a typical conservative. I give you, I mean, basically, okay, not a direct quote here, but <laughs> I gave you some common ground and you don't accept it. Which is like, okay, then you're not looking for common ground. You're looking to dictate what I must believe. But let's do the, my bit here. I asked you for specific policies. I'll give you mine. Get the Justice Department to start taking straw buyers seriously. Start intervening with at-risk youth before they join gangs. And if that means midnight basketball, I don't care. 
Keep them out of gangs. They do most of the killing. Oh, by the way, and come up with a red flag law that doesn't completely trample due process, but actually keeps guns out of the hands of domestic abusers without trampling everyone else's rights in the process. Suffice to say, this was not the sort of common ground this person had in mind. And I won't say they went away angry, but they didn't go away happy. Nonetheless, I do urge you, when you're out there engaging with people from the other side, rather than name-calling, vitriol, or sloganeering, ask them what it is they seek. You want common ground? You want to agree on something? Tell me what it is you're looking for in terms of policy, not in terms of end goals. Everyone wants less crime. Everyone wants less murders. Nobody wants a school shooting unless you are, paradoxically, a school shooter, in which case you are the enemy. And turn me off right now. I don't want you on my ratings. I don't think that's anybody out there, honestly. But the the point being that, that we all have common ground in this. None of us wants more crime. Nobody wants more shootings, even justifiable shootings. The less of those, even the better provided they go down in proportion with the rest of the crime rate. Ask them what they want in terms of policy. And then try and get into why the policy doesn't work. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Tune in, Brad, tomorrow, 1 o'clock. King Banyan next Saturday at 9. Thank you all for stopping by. God bless you all. God bless America. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. On the streets of Miami, speed is the law. So when a corn dog goes after the wrong girl, oh, heartburn. One man will bring her Tums Ultra Strength. I'm on my way. Don't get wrecked by heartburn. Nothing works faster than Tums. Your mustard's fast, but my Tums are faster. And with Tums on the go rolls, it's never been easier to leave heartburn behind. You did it. Yeah. You gonna finish that corn dog? Tums Ultra Strength, available in a store near you. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443.
With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by 